It's a great gift to pray with you tonight and to see so many of you here. So thanks for being here. Pope Francis has asked all the Catholics in the world and certainly other people of good faith to offer their prayer and fasting today for Ukraine and for the people of Ukraine. So we have a purpose. There's war in the world and our prayers are necessary. And I hope you're paying attention. Today I saw that the Russians sent the missile into the Ukrainian National University in Kharkiv. So when I think about that, I think about you. And I think about someone who would want to kill you. And that's not okay. And so pray for your fellow young people who are in Ukraine, who can't come to church freely and pray and receive ashes because they're among the ashes the wreckage of their university, their homes, their neighborhoods. And that should put things in perspective for us, right? So we all have problems, but it's not that. Bishop Edder, when he was here on Monday, he started his class with prayer. He stood right there. And one of the things he said that others have said, but he said it in his prayer and it stuck in my heart. He said, war begins in the human heart, and he's right. War begins in the human heart. This war that we see ravaging Eastern Europe and destroying so many lives, that didn't start out of nowhere. That started here, in someone's heart. And that, my friends, is where the battleground actually is. The battleground is the human heart. The church is stone cold sober about the human heart plagued and besieged by sin because Jesus is stone cold sober about that. He doesn't spew pious platitudes. He speaks truth. And so today, Ash Wednesday, is a great day of truth. So let's deal with some hard truths and then we'll deal with some beautiful truths. Jesus speaks hard truths about the human heart. In Matthew's gospel, there's a point where the Pharisees are in a fight with him about external things. And Jesus doesn't care about external things. He cares about the heart. He cares about the human heart. And so he says this. He says, the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile for from the heart come evil thoughts murder adultery unchastity theft false witness blasphemy these are what defile a person well that's hard to hear but it's true and fellow sinners, I'm a sinner and you're a sinner. We're all sinners. It's actually why we're here. Fellow sinners, every one of those sins in that tough list, they can all easily take root and find a home in all of our hearts, every single one of them. Now, maybe we don't live them out to the fullest extent, but boy, our hearts can go that direction 
we harbor jealousy and envy and anger. We pump ourselves up with pride. We use people with our lust. All of that can find a home in our hearts. And Jesus is very real about that, so he says it. So the hard truth is that we're all sinners. We're not all all right. We have to reject those voices that say that. Someone asked, how could this war in Ukraine happen in 2022? And I said, of course it could happen. The human heart, unhealed, unredeemed, unsaved, is going to do awful things. It's all around us. And it's not just all around us, my friends. It's within us. It's within me. And it's within you. And that's just the truth. It's a hard truth, but it's true. Have you heard of G.K. Chesterton? He's great. British writer. Right at the turn of the 20th century. He had a great line. He said, we're all in the same boat and we're all seasick. There's no one exempt from sin. No one. No one here. That's why we need Jesus. We need a savior. Someone as this prior to World War I and the, the stuff was rumbling, kind of like this conflict was rumbling behind the scenes and people were like, I don't think it'll happen. I hope it doesn't happen, right? Someone asked him what he thought was wrong with the world and G.K. Chesterton had a great response. He said, I am. I am. If we all took our responsibility to say, I am, I need a savior, then the world looks different, doesn't it? The world looks different. Our college looks different. Our families look different. Our community in Helena looks different. It all changes with the human heart. And Jesus is a one-to-one -one God. He doesn't save in generalities. He's a personal God. He saves each heart personally because he is the great lover of the human heart. That's why he can say hard things about our human hearts because he's not saying it to be cruel. He's saying it to open us up to the truth that we need him because he loves us. He loves our hearts. So we have to be real about where we are. You know, sometimes it's easy to pretend and we can pretend that we're not sinners, but we shouldn't because it's a waste of time. And my friends, it's exhausting to put on the facade, the fake front of being better than we actually are. So Jesus and the church gives us this day and this holy season of Lent just to be real. I'm a sinner and I need a savior. It's so good to live in reality, to live in truth because that's where freedom begins. The truth sets us free. And friends, if we don't recognize our sinfulness, we'll never believe that we have a need for a savior and then we'll never come to Jesus. We'll treat him like a nice teacher or a good guy, but he's not that. He's our savior and he's also our friend. So we deal in the truth of our sinfulness, yes. Here's the good news. Jesus Christ came to save sinners. Every single one. 
the worst to those of you who are doing pretty good. Jesus Christ came to save sinners. That's the truth. That's the beautiful truth of today, that we have a Savior who absolutely loves the human heart, who is not afraid in any way, shape, or form of the mess of sin and all the horrible things it can do, the perversions that it brings to the human heart. Jesus isn't afraid of any of them, not a one. There's no sin that any of you have ever committed or will ever commit that is beyond God's love. Not even close. His love is that much greater. He wants you to be free that much more because he knows you personally. He's not afraid of your sins or of mine or the sins of all of humanity. It's so good that we know that truth. This second reading from St. Paul, 2 Corinthians. It's beautiful. He says, he who knew not sin came to be sin so that we might become the very righteousness of God. He who knew not sin came to be sin, not just carry our sins, not just take them upon himself, but so closely identify with our sins that he became them so that we might be set free, that we might become the very righteousness of God. That's why we're so fundamentally a people of hope. It's beautiful to hope that way because it doesn't depend on me perfecting myself or fixing myself. This day is not about you and I beating ourselves up. It's about you and I coming in honesty to the Lord and saying, Jesus, I need you. And I have you because you're on my side, because you're my savior, because you love me and your love is stronger than any sin in my life. That's what this day is about. That we can become righteous in and through him, in and through his love because he loves us that much. That's a beautiful thing and we shouldn't take it lightly that we can become holy. The psalm today the great Psalm 51. Create a clean heart in me, O God, and renew in me a steadfast spirit. However messy your heart is right now, the Lord gives us a new heart, a heart after his own heart. See, we're not condemned by our sinfulness. That's why we bring it forward. We don't hide it from God. We bring it to him. And Jesus says, good, let me have that because I heal, I free, I'm the great liberator. I'm the one who gives you a new heart. And then a beautiful new life opens up to us where we're not bound captive by our sins, where the war in the human heart is settled, where the peace of God comes. Friends, that's grace. And that isn't for some future part of your life. It's right now. It's right now. God wants to break into your heart and set you free right now, not later, now. That's why Paul can say what he says. 
I appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain, this grace that sets our hearts free. For he says, in an acceptable time I heard you. On the day of salvation I helped you. Behold, now is a very acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Wherever you've been, if you've wandered in your walk with our Lord, now is a very acceptable time to come home to him. And all of us, now is the day of salvation because Jesus Christ is the great lover of the human heart.